Is your business on Twitter? Not sure, are you getting the most out of it? Well, or you're maybe feeling it's not relevant or effective compared to maybe the other channels that you might be on. Well, stay tuned as our special guest today may change your mind on this. And she is the world's leading Twitter expert. Um, here to share her insights, tips, and so much more. If you're looking for the latest social media updates and news, or you want some handy tips and tools to help your business with digital, well, stay tuned for the Let's Get Social show with myself, Philip Twyford, digital specialist. And me, Emer Duffy, social media consultant and trainer. So let's jump into today's show. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Emer and special guests, Madeline Sklar, and all the listeners and community in Ireland and around the world. Yeah, I'm wearing the green my... jumper. Well, they're in the green. Yeah, we're in the green. I'm wearing the green and I won't tell you else where I'm wearing green. There right. that. <laughs> Bit too much information. This is a PG show, Emer. You know? Oh, I know, I know. No, it's just not. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. Um, were you pl- any plans for later, Mr. T? Are you going to wet the shamrock or... I might do, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we're we're beyond parades now with my kids. You know, they're yeah, same here. Netflix Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's a wee bit cold to be standing around. You know, exactly. Um, Exactly. Have you ever gone to the Dublin parade? Years ago, when the kids were babies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Madeline, before we start, have you ever been to St Patrick's Day parade? I have not, but I have celebrated St Patrick's Day at at bars before. I mean. it's pretty nice. popular here in the U.S. It's, yeah. it's a reason to, you know, drink. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's a long yeah. weekend. All Americans are Irish. You know, we have DNA right. with, with, with our brothers and sisters in America. So uh, That's right. So, yeah, yeah, I know. So, um, I know. Uh, we'll give you a few slauncher tips later, as they say. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, cool. So anyway, today we are joined, as Philip was saying, we have Madeline Scalar. Um must ask you about your surname, actually. I never make it round to it before. And she's a serial entrepreneur, community builder, a leading Twitter marketing expert. Um, she's got so much tips, Twitter tips, Twitter smarter. Oh, we're going to go with loads. With, I don't like saying this, how many years people are, um, you know, experts, but she's she must start off when she was five because she's over 26 <laughs> years yeah. of marketing experience and 17, a bit like yourself, Philip. And uh, it's no surprise. That's the gray that hair, don't that you, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> charm is up, you know, you know, the mm-hmm. old Irish charm at the day yeah. that's in it. Um, and she's the number one leading social media influencer in Houston, Texas. And um, that's one place I've always wanted to go. And each week, Madeline, Hosts and Philip has been on it. I've been on it, which is a, a fabulous uh, experience. Is the hashtag Twitter smarter um, super chat hashtag. hour? Um, so do go check out that hashtag um, on Twitter. And um, and she brings in such great guests with lots of insights themselves, and it can really ex- you know expand your reach by even just engaging on the platform for the hour. So welcome to Let's Get Social, Miss Madeline Scalar. Thank you all so much for having me. I'm just honored to be here on your show. Yeah, well, thank you for taking the time because you are in demand. You know, <laughs> your, your Twitter knowledge and insights and wisdom is always in demand, etc. For yep. all of the leading social media events. So we're very honored to have you on the show for a second time. You know, the, so definitely mm-hmm. if you missed Madman the first time, it's on the Let's Get Social Show podcast. And before we dive into chatting mm-hmm. with Madeline, if you missed 
um, our last show, we did a deep dive into Instagram with Karen McCarthy. So that's also yeah. up on the Let's Get Social Show podcast. And the great thing is Madeline is going to be with us for two shows. So this is part one. So stay yes, tuned indeed. for part two next week. Yes. So go check out us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podbeam, Dublin South FM website. And as Philip would always say, if video is your thing, go check us out on YouTube. Uh, we are there. Go uh, subscribe. It's It'll be worth your while, especially today. And uh, ring that bell so you don't miss anything going forward. And of course, leave us a comment and tell, tell us what you thought of today's show and anything you'd like us to cover. And we'll turn it into a show. Exactly. And before we crack on with the questions and put Madeline on the spot, which she is the ultimate professional, so we mm-hmm. can't really put her on the spot because she'll know all the answers, is if you have any topics or anything comes out of this interview that you want to know more about when it comes to Twitter, you can email us at inquiries at dublinsouthfm.ie. So Madeline, let's just throw you off the deep end here. Um, <laughs> if people... <laughs> Oh, well, Don't chore till we've got the answers, Eber. <laughs> Maybe just wait and let her get to the bar first. We'll exactly. meet them in afterwards. Yeah. Um, so for any businesses out there who feel Twitter is not really their gig, it's not relevant for them, you know, and it may not be effective anymore. What would you say to switch their mindset, as they say? Yeah, and I get asked this question all the time. Um, is mm. probably the number one over the years. Mm. And I, I feel like Twitter is one of the best platforms to be on when you're just trying to connect and build community. Mm-hmm. You know, people just don't think of Twitter for that. They think, oh, I just go there and type these short little snippets. I can't do long form. Mm-hmm. And it's just a sea of so many other people. Nobody's paying attention. When I go, there's mm-hmm. a ghost town. Nobody replies to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I always say, well, you're not doing it right then, if, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a very relevant platform and is where you should devote some time to because it is, I have found over the years, it is so much easier to connect with like-minded people in business. You know, when we think of business, people go to LinkedIn, right? Because that's a great place to go to connect with people in your industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great for prospecting, but Twitter can be just as valuable or even more so than a platform like yeah. LinkedIn, because so many people are using Twitter that are people of influence. When I think back to years ago, Gary Vaynerchuk, even before Gary Vaynerchuk, who's who's well known, written all these, you know, New York Times bestselling books, all mm. it teaches people how to use social media, has his own social media agency. Um he in the earlier years of Twitter, like I I could get on there and get his attention. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, and this was like early days, like, you know, where you just don't think you can get in front of somebody who's a big deal. Yeah. And I had tweeted with, with him multiple times where he responded to me. Yeah. And then in the early days of when Twitter added video, I want to say that had to have been like, um, in, oh gosh, I'm trying to think what year that was, maybe uh, 2008 or nine or something. Uh, or oh, no, no, yeah, 2000 and, um, like 13 or 14. I was thinking mm-hmm. when I first started Twitter, 2008, All right. but years yeah. later they added the ability where you could do a, vi- just make a little video like we do on Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But it was so ahead of his time and people just didn't think to do that. And I can remember making a little video Mm-hmm. And it, to Gary Vaynerchuk, and he replied back and talked to me on a video in Twitter. Wow! Wow! And here he had like a million followers. He's mm-hmm. this 
deal, writing all these books. He's just becoming this big, big deal. And I'm thinking, wow, would that happen on Facebook? No. Would that happen on LinkedIn? Probably not because so many times on LinkedIn, we get spammed so much over there that it can be really hard to like talk to Mm. somebody of influence. Mm -hmm. But I always say, if, if people of influence are using Twitter, Mm -hmm. you can get their attention. Yeah. And you can do it pretty easily. So that was the start of me realizing early on that I could talk to, to big deal people that are using Twitter that I would not be able to reach otherwise. And then also realizing that it's not about this one way street of me just putting out my, you know, sharing my blog post and buy my book, buy my course. I think that's where so many businesses fail on Twitter. They think, well, if I just tweet out stuff that my company sells and information about who we are and what we do, that that's enough. And it's not enough. It's a place to go to build relationships. I met both of you on Twitter and we did not start off this relationship by me saying, Hey, go sign up for my Twitter course. You need it Mm -hmm. because you look at it and go, who is this person? And why is she trying to get me to buy something from her? I don't even know her. Yeah. You don't even know if it'd be any good either because you're going to go wrong. I'm so it's cute. just connecting yeah. and just talking to people. And I think Twitter has, has been so great for this because it's short snippets. It's not these mm. long form mm. like we have on these other platforms where it's just short to the point, which makes it easier to talk to a lot of people in a short mm. period of time. So I think yeah. I think that when you focus more on how can I help people, how can I just listen, not always mm. do the talking, but listen. Mm-hmm. And find interesting conversations to jump into and just talk to people yeah. and let them get to know me, but make sure I have a really great profile that says who I am and what I do. So when I do reach out and I'm talking to people that have no idea who I am, they're mm-hmm. going to take a moment and go, well, who is this Madeline Sklar? Why should I listen to her? They'll go look at my profile and go, oh, she's pretty interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. and she's not trying to sell me something. Let me, let me listen. I, I might learn something and yeah. make a new friend and maybe somebody that can help me in my business. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I actually, I think we connected on Twitter back in 2016 and I'd been kind of watching your tweets and you were just putting out content that was so helpful and useful tips and thought leadership. And I sent you a video message, hey, Madeline. Yeah, I remember. Stuff, great, uh, you know, and I remember, I think it was like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night, you know, um, and getting a video back from you. And I was like, I nearly fell off the couch going, oh my <laughs> God, you know, <laughs> this influencer has messaged me back, you know. Um, yeah. So I totally agree with that because I think um, a lot, of, like, I don't know what your thoughts on this, Madeline, and this is sort of as a, is a, an extra question on, on top of that, but do you think that there's so much troubles and the Elon takeover of, of Twitter and all of these sort of conversations around what's happening within the organization? And do you think that has sort of damaged Twitter in the eyes of some businesses that, that oh, we're not going to go on to that channel because we don't believe in the Elon philosophy or... Is do you think that's just sort of smoke and mirrors? Well, sadly, I think there are plenty of businesses, plenty of companies, and just people that have decided I'm not into this whole Elon Musk thing. I don't like mm-hmm. the things he's saying. And mm-hmm. being that he's the owner of Twitter now, I mean, all eyes are on him. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit that I'm not a big fan of his. And I Me neither. get really turned off by some mm. of these tweets he puts out. I think a yeah. lot of them are very degrading. Mm. And 
when he first took over, there were for several weeks, I was just questioning, like, why am I on this platform? Why am I using this? I don't, I don't want people to think because I'm here that I'm on his side. So I was very vocal, like, I'm not a fan of his, but you know, because because then I think back, well, this is still a great platform. I've connected with so many people and I still can connect with so many amazing people. And yeah. it's great for relationship building, great for, for my business. And then I can help so many other people with their business uh, through Twitter. So what I had to realize very quickly when he took over was to just not pay attention to his tweets. And yeah. it was as simple as that, because yeah. I, you know, here they let go of a ton of employees. Yeah. And especially important ones, like the people that communicate what's going on at Twitter. Mm. They would do how the only way you really know what's going on with Twitter is you got to pay attention to Elon Musk's tweets. Mm -hmm. And so, but it, to me, it was just a turnoff of like, well, I don't like how he's talking to people and I don't like what he said in this tweet and why am I here? But I realized when I just stopped paying attention. Yeah. And then like, he's, he's, was better. Uh, He's sort of saying about bringing, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that he's starting to bring in, um, I don't know what your thoughts are, Philip, or uh, even yourself, Madeline, but he's thinking of bringing in back Mr. T-R-U-M-P. Oh, I know. I know. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. And I know a lot of people left the platform, a lot of celebrities, mm. a lot of big companies. Interesting that they lost a lot of big advertisers. And that's how Twitter has historically made their money through advertisers. Mm -hmm. And he had turned off so many of these advertisers that they like stopped. But it was for some of these companies, it was very brief. A lot of them mm -hmm. just came right back came because right back. they mm -hmm. realized, probably like what I realized, like this is still a great platform. We can still reach our audience here. Let's just stop paying attention to him. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. yeah. And like yeah. that whole Twitter files thing in the beginning, I'm like, Mm. You know, uh, like everybody else. Oh, what are they going to talk about next with this? And then very quickly, I'm like, this is so much BS. I, I just cannot pay attention to it because it is ruining my Twitter experience. Yeah. And I think nope. that for anyone listening um, that is, is turned off by Elon Musk and the direction Twitter has been going and all the antics and things going on, just tune it out. Yeah. To help you stay centered in the fact that it is still a great platform. I've been hosting my Twitter Smarter Chat every week since yeah. 2015. I've been hosting it for a long time. It's going to be eight years this summer. Wow. And yeah. it's still going strong. And, and I cannot imagine not having that. And not only do I still host the chat itself every week, I also, in addition, have Twitter Spaces. Mm -hmm. uh, as a part two, because I love Twitter spaces. I love audio. I've been podcasting for 10 years. I, I just love everything about audio. So what I had decided to do two years ago when spaces became available and seeing the power mm -hmm. of using that type of way to connect with people inside of Twitter was to just use that in addition. So I still host the Twitter chat with the hashtag Twitter smarter every Thursday, one o'clock Eastern. And then Take a break. A few hours later, we come back into Twitter, but we go into spaces mm -hmm. and we talk to the guests and have them continue the conversation with us. So now we get their expanded thoughts. And so many people are just blown away by how much information, you know, mm -hmm. they can receive on this little yeah. platform. Yeah. And you wouldn't get that like anywhere else. Um, you really okay. would not. Yeah. Not easily. Know, not easily. No, no, I know. A lot of people were jumping on Clubhouse. Do you remember, Philip? We yes. you had to get yeah, the invited. Yeah, and... We didn't like it. 
I, I, I didn't care was. for it either. I didn't care for it either. And I got on it early on before yeah. Twitter Spaces started. Yeah. yeah. And I was really excited about this. But when you have a brand new platform, a new app that you have to go download, we all start yeah. with zero followers, right? Mm-hmm. We have to start over. And yeah. I think it was wrong of them to make it so difficult to get in because mm-hmm. in the beginning, you had to be invited by somebody already in. Luckily, I got invited by somebody already in very early on when mm-hmm. everybody was going crazy trying to get in. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they made it so difficult and iOS only. So I felt yeah. bad for all my Android friends who could not use this platform for the longest time. But yeah, I did. If, I always felt like I was in a TED Talk where you never got the chance to speak. It would yeah. be like somebody and all their friends and they were trying to put themselves out there like they're experts. And yeah. it, it, it was a big turnoff. I just did not care for it. I like that it was a yeah. way to do audio in, mm-hmm. in an interesting way. Yeah. And the, and the, and the, and it was just different and new and at a time when many of us were still in lockdowns with COVID and, and we're looking for other ways to connect with people. It was yeah, and you didn't have to worry about your hair or makeup, Philip. So it was good, you know. It was nice. Now I have to, you see. Now (laughs) I have to. (laughs) You said that, not me. Um, um, I was going to say one thing I value very much so is digital customer service. As Philip knows, I'm a big advocate for that. Um, uh, I was a while back, I was asked, could I put together something, a program on it? And the only platform I felt that it would work would be Twitter because a lot of companies out there are using Twitter as a separate customer service channel. Um, Say, for example, the airlines. Yes, Philip, where you can go make your complaints. When it comes to that, Madeline, you know, what do you think businesses are doing right and what are they doing wrong? Yeah, with customer service. Mm. It is so interesting how Twitter became like the platform for customer service. Because I can Mm. remember very early on with Twitter, I had some kind of issue with FedEx. Mm. And back in the early days of social media, before Mm. we were thinking of using that, what did we do? We would call an 800 number and hang on the phone and wait for an hour to talk to somebody. Then email got popular and it's like, oh, well, let me email. But it usually took three days for a response. Mm -hmm. So when social media was early, I think because Twitter was such a quick real-time platform and known for like breaking news and just things happening right here, right now, that that became the go-to. It started slow, but I just remember this. I had this issue with FedEx early days, I would say probably within a year or two of being on Twitter. So it was probably like 2009, 2010. And I thought, I'm just going to like do a tweet. I remember I did a tweet, dear mm-hmm. at FedEx, blah, 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 blah. I was complaining of it. It was 100, you know, 60 characters back then. So it's like, I mean, 140 characters. So it's like, yeah. how can I say this concisely? And I just remember just being really disappointed in not receiving an overnight package that I paid for. Mm-hmm. And I got a response very quickly. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking this could be the way businesses, especially the big airlines, FedEx, anything as big, deal with customer service. Because as long as you have somebody dedicated or a whole over time, it became like a whole team of of people. But initially, I think it would be like one person at a big company in charge of all social media. Mm -hmm. And I think they very quickly saw that Twitter was being used for customer service. And uh, when we fast forward to now in 2023, 
everybody, no matter whether you're a big business, small business, just, you know, you're an entrepreneur doing your own thing. You really should always be paying attention to your Twitter feed and those notifications and those DMs, because that has become the go-to place where people, if they're having a problem, they're having an issue. And, you know, many times- Like, you know, you'd pop in, I was going to say, you should, uh, as a tip, you probably agree with me here, is put your business name into the Twitter search and see what pops up. Oh, yes. You, you, everybody should definitely be monitoring their mm. business name, um, anything that's relevant to their business. Yeah. And I mean, I've been using tools for that for a long time. Actually, mm. there's a tool I love called Brand24. It's just brand2424.com. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they're based over in Europe, a great company. And it has been my favorite go-to tool when it comes to monitoring who's talking about you and and a place to go to get even more analytics than what you do Mm. on your individual social media accounts. Because you can get plenty of analytics over at Twitter, you know, Mm. analytics.twitter.com or in your your menu on Twitter, uh, desktop only. They don't have this available on the mobile app, but you can access all kinds of data that can really help you. Mm. But a, a tool like Brain24 goes so beyond that, and it doesn't monitor just your social media. It can monitor the web. It can monitor podcasts. It can monitor YouTube. Yeah. And so because my name is unusual, and that is my brand, is Madeline Sklar, it's very easy for me to have that set up at Brain24, and I can go you in there alerts. anytime and see. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, can, I have alerts set up, mm-hmm. but I can also just go into the platform at any time and see who's talking about me, what are they saying. But you do bring up a great point, Imer. Everyone should be looking and doing searches of their business, of themselves to see Mm -hmm. what, because not everybody tags you. And so, you know, we think, oh, well, if I just watch my notifications, well, yes, look at your notifications daily, multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. You do not want to miss opportunity to fix something when you have an up, you know, a customer who's upset and and this gives you the opportunity to fix it quickly. Um, And I know many times people don't like when it's public, when they do like the dear at FedEx instead of a DM, of course Mm -hmm. we all prefer a DM. So it's not out being broadcast, but when it is a public tweet and somebody's not happy with you, what a great opportunity to show that you care in front of the world and keep yep. it public, uh, yep. at least for a moment and be like, we're here to help. Let me help you and, and put that out there before you say, let's go ahead and move this to the DMs, uh, send us, you know, the details so we can work on this for you. But you got to show people you care is so yep. important. Well, you can turn yeah. certainly with that approach, you can turn a, mm. a negative into a really strong positive. Absolutely. And you can but use video to do it. Like what we were talking about yeah. before, like the yeah. power mm. of video, That that's where I think so many people are not thinking with, when it comes to Twitter, the power of video. When we think of video, we think of Instagram, we think of TikTok. But just like you mentioned earlier, Philip, when we first met on Twitter, yeah, did, I did like a little video and you and I have done videos in the yeah. DMs before. And it's just, mm. it's so personal. And you're like, it goes beyond just typing and saying yeah. what you want to say, but to have being able to see the person and and mm. they're talking specifically to you. There's so much power in that. And I think if more businesses thought more about, well, I can resolve this. And of course I can type out this great response and show everybody we care and we want to help this customer but how much more powerful when you just make a video yeah. that you put out there, you know, nobody does that. 
Yeah. yeah. I would love to see like a big airline do something like that. You do you know, ever like- see, do you see how many people using like, you know, we're talking about audio as well. Do you see people using audio tweets a lot or do you think that's kind no. of. No. And I, you know, audio tweets have been around for quite a while. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. And, but only for iOS. I never understood why they never added Android to that is iOS only, which I think is odd. It's only on the, the mobile app. Yeah. And the mobile app. Yeah. But what a great way to easily connect with people just through the power of voice. And, yeah. and I, yeah. I thought people would use it and you just don't, you don't. Yeah. Don't well, I tried it out one Saturday morning and just, and I got so many likes. <laughs> Yeah. I was there putting on going, because here nobody does it. <laughs> Whenever you do something that's not the yeah. standard yeah. audio, video, just things that people don't normally do on Twitter, that gives you that ability to stand out because yeah. it's going to show up in the feed and people go, whoa, what's yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like this audio, it's you're like, always curious. Yeah. And because you can't do that on any of the other platforms, like they, there's no audio Facebook posts. <laughs> right. <laughs> or Instagram. Yeah, unless you right. upload a file or something, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, but you, you know the way it's great, Philip. You can just go in and click just the press little the mic. Button. Yeah, yeah, I, and talk away, and nobody see. Yeah. You don't have to worry about your hair or makeup again, exactly. Philip. No, no, I could be literally in the dressing gown and be saying, "Hey, Madeline, That's how's it going?" You know? exactly. <laughs> That's the power of audio. I, I'll yeah. never forget one of the very first times I was in Clubhouse when it was brand new and people were still mm. trying to figure this all out. I was listening to a, a room in Clubhouse, and they had all these speakers, and this one lady goes. Yeah, I'm in the bathtub right now while I'm talking to you all. And I'm like, okay, that's a little too much information, but it showed that you could be doing anything. Yeah. Nobody sees you. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Many times I would be in Twitter spaces uh, while driving and just listening Mm. and, and, and people go, oh, Madeline's here. And it'd be like, okay, I guess I'll jump in for a minute while I'm driving, you know, keeping Mm. my eyes on the road the whole time, of course, walking my dog. I mean, there were plenty of times I'd just be out walking my dog. And it's like, let me go check spaces and see what's going on. What kind of conversations are going on and just being able it's like a live podcast. And I think it's just amazing that we all carry around around our phones that are so incredibly powerful to connect us with the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I suppose this leads on to a nice sort of kind of area because something that, and I don't know if you come across this with your clients, Madeline, like certainly some of the business that myself and Emer would have engaged with, sometimes struggle with how can they showcase their expertise through Twitter, whether it be how they craft the tweet, the content, should it be video, should they be kind of using images or multiple images links back to blog posts like how do you tend to approach how best to use twitter to showcase expertise is it sort of like you know thought-provoking tweets that kind of build up on a journey to lead to a, a final destination or what would your thoughts be on that such a great question there's so many different ways to approach it so i always tell everybody experiment mm-hmm. because you might find mm-hmm. that crafting really great threads where you can just take multiple tweets together. So Mm. like when you have a blog post and I've been, I've been experimenting with this a lot in my Twitter feed more recently, we all have a blog post, but what did we used to do? Well, we have a tweet up to 280 characters. So let me just kind of summarize it and then link to the blog post. But Mm. with threads, we can can say more because it can all come together. So it can be like five tweets thread it together so that, you know, you click on it and you can just keep reading. Mm -hmm. And now one of the new features with Twitter blue is up to 4,000 character tweets, which I think is a little too much. 
a little too yeah. much, but I've been experimenting with that. it and yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. And I'm getting really good engagement. So the thing is, there's no one way to do this. You have to experiment mm-hmm. to see what's going to work because it's also dependent on your community, your audience. Mm-hmm. What are they interested in? So I would experiment with the audio. I would experiment with video. I experiment with these longer tweets where you can thread them together. And also mm-hmm. interesting, since you brought up the audio tweets, it used to be um, when you did the audio tweet, you could you could talk for up to two minutes and 20 seconds. And then mm-hmm. once you hit that mm-hmm. limit, it would stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that anymore. You can talk longer and it turns into a thread. So it will be multiple tweets together, starting with the first one. And it'll play that first one. When it gets to two minutes and 20 seconds, it'll immediately go to the next one and go on and on and on until it finishes the entire thing. It used to be, you had to really pay attention to how long you were talking and there's no timer and it would just cut off. And so really, so I think the most important thing is to understand the features on Twitter. What is it you can do on this platform? I mean, this applies to any social media platform. Mm. What is it you can do? What are the features? Understand them, learn them. So you could take advantage of that to help Mm. you with your Mm -hmm. message for your brand. Mm. So back to the question, there are so many different ways. So I'm always experimenting and trying things. So I I do want to get people to my website to read my my blogs. I do put Mm -hmm. out a weekly blog post on Twitter marketing. Mm -hmm. And so like I said before, I would just kind of craft this singular tweet with the link to in hopes that this little summary would drive them over. And then when threads started becoming popular, it's like, okay, I can mm. keep going, go a little longer. And then I've experiment, experimented with videos, experimented with the audio and just trying different things. So I think it's just important to, to try things to see what connects with your audience. And as I mentioned with this Twitter blue brand new feature, this 4,000 mm. character tweets, it's only been out for a short period of time. I think it was um, sometime in January it came out this year. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, we don't need this. This That's to go from two, you know, first it was 140 characters and then it went yeah. to 280 characters years ago. Mm-hmm. Felt like that was enough. And because we can thread that that's helpful, but to be able to type up to 4,000 characters. So I played around with it and I thought, okay, several weeks ago, I thought, let me take one of my new blog posts. And let me just put way more into this one tweet because I do have Twitter Mm -hmm. blue Mm -hmm. and I did it and I couldn't believe I got a ton of views. Mm-hmm. It's a really good engagement because it's different. It's you different know. right yeah. now. It's different. Although I'm wondering, everybody has it because yeah, you know, you're on. I'm sorry, I was going to say there's only so much of a screen you can look at. You know, and I'm I just know. Like going, and it's it a must much. go on forever. Then does it? Well, it what it'll do is it will do the first 280 like we're used to seeing, and then yeah. you click to show more, and then it'll open up um, to see the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And initially, when it was brand brand new. It looked good on desktop, but on mobile, it wasn't showing paragraph breaks. And so somebody was like, well, Madeline, this is really interesting, but it doesn't look really good. And Mm. it didn't even dawn on me to go look at it on mobile. And I saw it on mobile. I'm like, oh, this looks terrible. Uh, But then they fixed it pretty quickly. I'm sure somebody complained to Elon. And, you know, Elon likes to move at lightning speed. It can be good Mm -hmm. and bad. Yeah. Usually it's not very good when Mm -hmm. when there's millions and millions of us using Twitter every day. And then like... Mm. Not that long ago, they turned off Twitter spaces for about 18 hours. And nice. be- wow. because journalists were saying negative things about Elon Musk. And not only that, but people that were 
he had banned some, this was several months back. He mm-hmm. had banned some journalists. You'll probably remember that story, right? He banned yeah. some journalists mm-hmm. briefly. Um, they were able to get into spaces. And I think somebody pointed out to him. So they realized it was a bug in the system because mm-hmm. if you're temporarily banned on Twitter, why are you able to get into spaces? But they, these journalists were able to. So he didn't like that. He had spaces turned off for 18 hours, which many of us like wow. myself who host, yeah. I host three different spaces every single week for the last two years. So wow. I was pretty upset mm-hmm. that they did this and we're like, mm-hmm. okay, do we have to go back to clubhouse now? Because I'd rather stay in Twitter mm-hmm. yeah. because the beauty of Twitter spaces is that you're not, as I mentioned earlier, you're not starting over with no followers and having to mm. build yourself up on a brand new platform. And then you're trying to get people to come over to Clubhouse yeah. and yeah. come join me over here. And they're going to go and they're going, no, we don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, so, and that is a worry, I suppose, for businesses, the fact that Elon has that sort of power that yeah. he, if he just like it's scary, it's scary it because it could turn, mm-hmm. listen, Twitter could go away tomorrow. And what yeah. can we do about it? Nothing. I remember back mm-hmm. in the MySpace days, MySpace, well, I know plenty of people use it just for their personal, for fun mm. and, and hanging out with friends. I was using it for business. I was in the music business uh, industry mm. back then, and it was a powerful tool for musicians and music industry professionals. And we never thought in a million years it'd go away. It was like the platform yeah. it, it, during its heyday. And then it disappeared. And yeah. so I just remind people like, hey, these platforms are free. We can't yeah. control them. It could go away tomorrow, but I'm even more concerned when it's one person who owns the company mm-hmm. instead of some corporation. So it does yeah. make me nervous that, you know, this could go away tomorrow. But I I also feel like on the flip side, if Twitter was going to shut down, he would have shut it down early on and as mm-hmm. he hasn't and it's still going. And uh, he still- wants to look like he's in control, you yeah. know. But like Philip yeah. thinks he's in control. <laughs> well, you, speaking of being in control, would you believe? We are nearly at the end of the first part. Wow. I, I know it has been, it's hard to believe. Can y'all tell that I can talk about this all day? Like we can have like an all day yeah, free it's, for it's, all. Let's talk is. about Twitter. Well, if by we magic. This is two parts then, Madeline, because I tell you, there's a lot more to, to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I know, definitely. I feel like we've only scratched the surface. Yeah, yeah. well, I think definitely let's, we'll be continuing obviously in, in, in part two, uh, because as you said, you know, you can go down a rabbit hole and you've mm. been down it, Madeline, you know what's going on and it'd be great to explore more about Twitter Blue and maybe some of the other things that are happening in Twitter in, in part two. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. stay tuned, as they say, guys. Um, so, Madeline, so far, so good. In the first show, we want to say thank you very much for uh, joining thank us you. for part one. Um, where would you like people to go check you out, as they say? Well, the best place is Twitter, of course, because I'm very active there at Madeline Sklar. And again, because I have an unusual name, you can find me anywhere with that name, Mm. Madeline, M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. Also my website, MadelineSklar.com. And as I also mentioned earlier, I have lots of articles all about using Twitter, all kinds of Twitter marketing articles just by going to my website. Yeah. Have you anything coming up that we can sort of give a shout out about um, or do you want to hold off till part two? You know, um, one of the things I I am going to be doing is restarting my Twitter Smarter podcast. I've been podcasting for a long time and actually little known fact, you know, everybody knows me from my Twitter Smarter Twitter Mm -hmm. chat. Hmm. I started the podcast first. It was actually the Twitter Smarter podcast. And so quickly it did so well and we got very, very popular that 
less mm-hmm. than two months later was when I launched the Twitter chat. My Twitter chat I was going to do, but I wanted to get the podcast going first. But I, mm-hmm. I got such a great response, and nobody was doing it. nobody. No, yeah. Back then yeah. in 2015, and still today in 2023, nobody like just focuses on teaching Twitter marketing. Yeah. I'm just so amazed that there, you would think there'd be a bunch of podcasts and a bunch of Twitter spaces, and they're they're mm-hmm. not. No. Well, we'll drive we'll drive people to your podcast and yes, through the links, Philip, won't we? We will you know? indeed. We see you scared them all off, Madeline, because you know, no, no, I can't compete with that. No way. <laughs> um, it's it's, it's hilarious for us, actually, because I say, Philip, we're still the only social media and digital marketing radio show in Ireland. Yeah. Spending uh, your jokes. Wow. It probably is. I've scared everybody off because yeah. uh, probably, you know, yeah. but, uh, but no, listen, this has been a great first show, Madeline. Thank you so much. Um, and of course, to you, everybody listening, if you enjoyed today's show, you will be able to catch it again on the Let's Get Social Show podcast which is up on podbean spotify itunes and of course the dublin south fm website and if as i say if video is your thing and it started to be mine i never thought i'd say that um mm-hmm. do join us on youtube subscribe and ring that bell so you don't miss a show and uh, leave us a comment and let us know how we're doing and what you'd like us to cover in another show Exactly. And just again, if there's any topics or you want to talk more about Twitter or learn something else about Twitter, um, drop us an email, inquiries at dublinsouthfm.ie. So, guys, we will see you for the next big thing, part two. Don't you want to miss it? Yes, until then, thank you, Madeline. Thank you for having me. (laughs) See you on the other side. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.